We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit Romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. So it is an honor to be part of this community. It is an honor to testify that not only am I employed by this community, and I thank the Jewish Emergent Network for facilitating my service here, but also I am one of the people that actually walked through that door when I needed, when I needed relief. I was a new chaplain, a new rabbi, serving at Mount Sinai Hospital as a resident. That means endless hours, facing death, facing loss, estrangement, and facing how life is so ephemeral. And I felt full of chidudim. We learned this word today in our open book. Sharp cuts all over my body and sharp cuts in my emotion, in my emotional world. I needed a prayer community that was intentional. I needed one that was going to push me, that had, uh, was going to push me forward when I had conceded myself to the back. So it is for me, very fitting to be giving a Divar Torah on Yitro. Yitro, who should not even be named, the name of a parasha, right? Because this is the parasha, the Torah reading that celebrates the giving of the Torah. Why not parashat matan Torah, parashat of the gift of the Torah? Why not, what else? Parashat ten utterances. You know, it's the, I don't want to say the other word, ten sayings, right? Why not um, the parasha of Moses? Why not lift up B'nai Israel, the community that was being formed? But instead, our sages chose Yitro. And it begins this way. So we are on page 432. Jethro, priest of Midian, father-in-law of Moses, heard. Verb, the first verb is he heard. He heard what? All that the people, all that God first, all that God had done for Moses and for his people. Number one. Number two, and how God, how the Lord had brought Israel out from Egypt. 
וישמע יתרו, כמה, כהן מדיין, his identification, he was a, a priest, he was a priest of another place, not Egypt, not Refidim, none of the other, uh, other um, environment, uh, environments there, it was Midian. At the beginning, the Torah is telling us a story. We are learning what? That he was a priest, and he also had a relation with, with Moses. He was a father-in-law. As a parent, I am the mother of Ariel Carmen and Ben Carmen. That's it, right? Who are you? Oh, it's the Ima, the mother of, of, of that, right? My, my other self recedes because I am mother. But here, the Torah keeps lifting, keeps pushing at us that this is the father-in-law. There's a relationship. So here we are at the dawn of the giving of the Torah, or some will say actually this happened much later. Whichever we fall on that, and our sages actually differ on whether it happened before, this meeting with Moshe and with Moses and, and, and Yitro, that it happened before the giving or after the giving. The fact is what we have here is it's at the beginning. So we're going to go with that. It's at the beginning. Establishing the relationship, the Torah establishes a story. Stories matter. And if we hear the story, if we stay to actually listen to a story, then that story matters even more. So the story is that you have this, this um, um, you, you have, you have Yitro, he heard the news, he not only decided to respond to go to Moshe, he brought the wife of Moshe, who happens to be his daughter, and the two children, right? He brought the whole mishpacha, the whole family, to a reunion with Moshe. Then we go into, I'm going to fast forward to 433, verse 8. Moshe then recounted, Akumash says, to his father-in-law everything that the Lord had done to Pharaoh. And the recounting was in the word Bayasaper, like he told a story, right? And so we were, we were just ruminating on how we tell stories. Some tell a story from the beginning, some take a middle, some talk about how they're feeling about something that happened. And I would imagine that that's what happened. The story that they sat down that came out was a jumble of feelings and a jumble of sequences. But that's what stories are. And here's the story. And we know all, we all know the story. But think of this room, for example, as the setting, the misansen for the story. You have a sea, and you have two walls of water that appear. On one end of the sea, so I'm going to say where, I'm going to say 
downstage, because I'm upstage, right? That down there is where the people are going to come through, and up here is the shore, the other shore. So we see two walls of water, but they're like a churning, burning funk of water, right? And it is the water that swallows, that will swallow the pursuers. Of course, this story mattered because Yitro was a shaman, leader, priest who carried, who knew that he carried an affinity for stories of redemption, stories of magic, stories of being free from, from bondage to freedom. So he had to go. So it says, Vaishmaitro. Kohen Midian, Koten Moshe, all their his relationships. And then he came. He went. Of course, this story matters because at the top of this was his, his own son-in-law. And of course, the story mattered because he was also a leader in that region of volatile shifting powers. And of course, the story mattered because he showed up. Plain and simple, he showed up. You and I can hear a story, and we don't necessarily have to show up. We have to rely on second-hand, third-hand retelling of stories. But he showed up to hear the quaking experience of these people. When I was thinking of this retelling of the story, I thought, Mira, but you're going to give back to the people the story of Beshalak, which just happened last, last week, right? But this is a story that our people have taken. We could have taken another myth, another story that's, that's borrowed from any of our neighbors, but this is our redemption story. This is the story of our people. And because of that, because we invest in this, this story matters for you and me. <clears throat> but another story is hidden here. And Rashi points it out. Oh, not only were the Israelites saved by this exodus from Egypt, there was also a defeat of Amalek at Rephidim nearby. Perhaps as a leader in his own right, Yitro, by meeting with Moshe, came as a leader. He came to the table perhaps to make peace. The peace between them as relations is assured, but perhaps as a leader, he knew he had to show up so he could be face to face, he could be eyeball to eyeball, arm in arm, with the people that actually defeated that with the with with the people who were also in this fight against an Amalek. So what is an Amalek? So every everything that is bad, everything that is evil, we can say Amalek. But he Yitro, as a leader, was an ally of Amalek. <coughs> Okay, so Rashi points this out. 
that he perhaps showed up because of the defeat of Amalek at Rephidim. I'm bringing this up to you because in the first Aliyah, we find that Yitro actually starts to say, not only did I hear this story, but I also am listening again to the recounting of the story. But here I am now, and I'm saying, I'm rejoicing in the good fortune of these other people, of the, of the Israelites. And the Talmud goes on to say, you know, a bit of a shame that the Israelites didn't actually rejoice right away because here is somebody from outside rejoicing for the good fortune of others, right? And we called it today, this morning, we called it sympathetic joy. So thinking of Yitro, not only as, as father-in-law, but also I would say a negotiator in the table, around the table, who shows up, even though he's also fearing, perhaps, for his own, for his own people. So when they say, when the Torah says, Be'yichaditro, it says, he rejoiced, he took delight, chedva, right, is the word, like pleasure. Where do we hear this word? At a wedding, right? We say, we rejoice, ched baverina, all of that joy at, at, um, at matan Torah of, 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 um, of kala and hatan, or kala and kala, hatan and hatan. <laughs> so in this rejoicing, the rabbis bring up another point. They go, hmm, perhaps it is not only joy that is behind the yichadito. Perhaps it is also that Yitro sensed sorrow, that there was this underlying river of sorrow. And this sorrow they describe as a sharp sword. And another rabbi said, no, not just one sharp sword, but many, 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 many cuts. Or perhaps if we, we take it out of um, our um, classification, we bring it to, to PG-13, instead of cuts all over, it is, we say, goosebumps. That the, that the people that you throw experience such ex just exhilaration from hearing the story that he had goosebumps, he was in so much awe of the story of God and a, of a liberation. So whether you say it was one cut or it was many cuts, the rabbis say there is sorrow behind Bayichad Yitro. A leader that comes to the table, a leader that comes face to face with the other, is like you and me, right? We have a lot of leadership programs in, in, in Jewish circles, and I always wonder, if we're always training leaders, then who's going to be a follower and in the multitude, right? We're all leaders. But we're also just you and me, normal people. And what I'm sensing here is that Yitro is modeling what he will, the, the message that he's going to give to Moshe. And that is, you come to the table 
and you use relationship, and you bring family, and you bring everything that you have at the table just to be there face to face with each other. And in this face to face, you can rejoice with each other, you can cry with each other, you can be angry, you can turn away from the table, but you have to go back. You can step out of the room for a moment, but you have to come back. How complicated is family? But this is what it is. So at this moment, I want to say that if we were many Moseses, right? If we are many Moseses, for us not to look around the circle and not notice the difference between those who have come here right now around the table and then those who were at the periphery of this table, 10, 20, 30, 40 years behind, back there, for us not to notice that we have come to the table with all of this, of the stories behind us, without acknowledging our elders who have struggled. And I'm going to mention some names. Alisa Stanton. Anyone know Alisa Stanton? Raise your hands. A couple. I won't tell you who. Google it. <laughs> Another one. Katya Gibel Azulai. Anyone know her? It's okay. I didn't also. But I have teachers now, and I have colleagues now, who have brought me to this table. And this table is just about facing each other. It's about sharing with you what, I, what, what I've learned, sharing with you what I've experienced as a mother, sharing with you what, what I know as a woman, all in to the best of my capacity, all within the Torah. For, not, for us not to look around the circle and remember who we are and where we came from, and not to honor these stories going forward would be sad, would be a shanda. We will not waltz into the world and be appreciated always when you come to the table. We will be picked over, chosen over, who's fit, who looks like they belong, who's saying the right words, who is dressed in the way that they could be welcomed. But at that time, I just want to invoke one of my teachers, Yabila McCoy, she says to us, do not let go of each other. Because there is no door that I will walk through that you cannot go through. There is no door that I will walk through that Miriam can't go through. There is no door that I will walk through that Rebecca J can't walk through. There is no door that any of us leaders can walk through that Autumn 
cannot walk through. And there's no door that I will walk through where someone who's still waiting to come through that door can't walk through. And this is the power and the leadership and the promise of Vitron. So we started, I'm going to take, we're going, coming for a landing. <laughs> My first chance to teach at Open, um, at Open Book. Hearing was my title. Hearing the story, becoming one. So know that when we sing, we are one. That in between there, hearing the story, comma, becoming, all of that is both chedva, the chidudim, right? It's both joy and sorrow. It is both knowing and not knowing. It is both opening and closing. But at the end, you have, shama. at both ends, you have shama, listen, and at the end, you have echad, to be one. And in between, let's not jump over and just kind of bypass the in-between, because that would be no political analysis. To get to Kumbaya, to get to oneness, we have to walk with each other. And that is the power and the, and the gift of Yitro, so that we can arrive to Matan Torah, the gift of Torah. Thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with you, to listen to you, and to sing with you.